listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Hello again. You must think, many of you would think that yesterday the things I said were crazy. For example, in case you didn't hear and you're just a new person listening to my program, I was trying to explain how forces get inside you and make a home in you and you cannot overcome what's overcome you. And it could be anything. And I gave some uh, very interesting principles. Like, for example, in case you didn't hear it, but it's, it's worth hearing it again, is I remember certain things and I, th- I spelled out those important things that I thought were important. Uh, for example, when I was eight or nine years old, playing with my cousin, who was one year older than me, he said something, but it hit me in the stomach. No, he didn't hit me with a fist. He said something really awful, and I felt it in my solar plexus as this, as if someone threw a rock. That's what it felt. And then I looked at that, and I said to myself, or thought to myself, I wonder what that is. I wonder what that is. That's strange. He only just spoke to me. He didn't hit me. Those are the thoughts that run through my mind. And then I let it go. And that's one of them. And then there's another one. So we, I'm going to come to the one I'm going to talk about in the end. Then there is a time way, way forward. I was about 35, I think. had nice pool, a nice business, in the business of hypnosis, three years and three months, I understood that hypnosis was what's wrong with the whole human race, and they don't know it. And that's what I, that's what I came away with, that hypnosis is common. It's every, everybody has it in some form. Something you, in other words, all the compulsive behaviors like drinking, smoking, dr- drugs, everything. Anything you b- try to try to hold on to for a sense of worth, which is utterly worthless. And then you try and you try and you try, and then you, then you begin to succeed, or then you fail, but you're miserable each side. And, as, and so one of those things was like this. It's a matter of dealing with things in a, in a proper way. I made a point yesterday of locking my house up or my flat. I think, it, I don't know what you call it in America, but it's a flat, a small place where we, where my brother and I and my mother um, went, began the, where, the, where the war started. And, and I, I went, I was about 15, uh, 14 or 15, and I had to take a bicycle to my work. I'm a diamond cutter by profession. And and I, I locked the door, make sure it was locked. And then I went down and something says, but you didn't really lock the door. I said, oh, maybe it's, I'll go back up. And there I went. I went back up and the door was locked. I pulled it backwards and forwards. You know how you do it. And then I got on my bike and halfway to my, uh, to my, my work, which is 10 miles away on my bicycle, something said, 
you didn't really, you didn't really lock that door. I said, who the hell are you? And I said, get away, you stupid fool, whoever you are. But remember, this is talking to me in my mind. If I had turned around and gone back, I would have believed it, and, and doubt would have sprouted up inside me. You understand that? Have you ever had experiences like that? And once you, once you turn around, once you accept that, the lie, it was a lie. It was a, a determined lie. But, some, but nobody was around. I'm, I'm riding my bicycle. Nobody said anything, but I said, where, did it, where did it come from? It took me many, many years to understand all the things I'm trying to help you to understand tonight or today, whenever you listen to this program. Because it's a hypnotic thing. And the only thing you need to do is when you get someone who tries to hurt you or some thought that comes across and you you just look at it and say, you know what that is? It will pass. I'll share it with you. But if you get upset with it and struggle, it makes a bigger hole in you. The more you struggle, the more it makes a hole in you. And you cannot save yourself from it at all. We shall go and do our program. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. I must repeat myself from last night because many of you will be laughing at it and think it's silly, especially when I told you the story about me when I'm about 26 or 20, somewhere in between 26 and 30. I'm in a, a friend's pool, a nice big pool, a wealthy man. And I was, I was stretched my arms after I had a good swim, and when my legs were crossed, you know, taking, just uh, resting on the side of the pool. Can you imagine it? My arms are stretched, just like Jesus, but there was no cross. There was just the, the cement from the pool. I'm resting in, and... And something said, um, potato. And I, I said, where did that come from? It says, potato. And in my head, potato. And it kept on saying it 
over and over again. Now, just let me jump out of this and give you a walk up to this in a minute. Because in the opening program, I, I opened this five minutes, six minutes ago already. You might have missed it. But I had several very interesting experiences. And one of them, I'm going to say it again, and you can laugh if you want to, but it's not a laughing matter. I'm an innocent kid. I wasn't like other kids, young people. I'm 15. And I left my apartment, small one, very inexpensive, right on the beach where the landmines were, so that's why it was so inexpensive. And I made sure the door was locked, and when I got to the bottom, something says, you, you didn't really lock it. So, well, that, that's not reasonable enough. I go back. And I, and I made sure it was locked. Pulled it, pushed it, and then halfway t to my diamond-cutting uh, um, diamond cutting factory where I cut diamonds, I, I learned as a journeyman. And I was learning. But uh, halfway, something said, but you really didn't lock the door. Something said it. I'm driving on my bicycle. Halfway there, 10 miles. I said this yesterday, but I, I wanted, I'm not going to give you so many examples. I'm going to take care of what, just a couple. This one, to begin with. I said, I don't know who you are. I'm riding my, my get away, you stupid idiot. And so I, I, I talked to it. I wasn't angry. If I would have listened to that, whatever that was, I would have I would have doubted myself. And the minute I would have doubted myself, I would be got I would have got lost forever. Do you understand that? I didn't understand all that. It, it, I'm almost 90 years old. I'm beginning to understand these things on the way to where I'm speaking to you now. That's your thoughts. And, that, and, I, and I, was, I was pure. Not a naughty boy. Loved my father, loved my mother. Simple. Father dead, mother still alive. But said, it, it, I was, had enough sense to say, that's what's speaking to my mind. I didn't say that to myself. I'm just looking back on it. It was that simple. Go away. That doesn't make any sense. And I ignored it and went on. It didn't bother me. But it stayed in my mind because other things happened. And then, and then we'll come to another one. And the one, it's, this is the one I'm going to, I made, I made several examples yesterday. And, uh, but this is the one you could laugh at and think I'm stupid. But it'd be you that be stupid not to listen to what I'm saying. Because I'm not going to play with your head as, as if to say, if you can think of your, I can see you thinking, many of you, this guy's crazy. No. If you had, if you were pure, if you weren't programmed, you could, you have an intuitive nature. You're born with it. I was born with it, and so were you, but 
you didn't have the father and mother I had, see. And so I was pure. And and when I was went into the factory, I knew how to deal with myself, etc., etc. I somehow didn't understand the world, but I did understand myself. So I can say, when I look back on it. And so, this is the one I wanted to tell you about, and and go over it again with you because I know that many of you will laugh at it. And I, I say that it is strange. And it's so strange, but it's real. Remember I just said, if I had turned back on my bicycle, I would have caught, I would have caught a, the death of, of doubt. The death of doubt. See, I doubt myself. I closed my door. I'm going to go over that again. And and got on my bike. I got on my bicycle, and something said, "But you didn't really lock the door." I went up and and checked it out, and the door was fine. And there it comes again. I'm going to. I, t- I get on my bicycle halfway to work. There it is again. But you didn't really lock it. Had I given in to that? Had I get upset by it? Had I trusted it? I would. have caused myself a great damage which you may have done and you continue to do it because you can't stop it and what that is basically is doubt meaning it it when my, on my bicycle it did it again that would be the third time the first one the second one is understandable but the third one on my bicycle I'm not going to go back I know that something's not quite, but I don't know what it is. I let it go. There's no point in figuring it out. It is. It was like a voice talking to you. And had I turned back, that's all it takes. There's nobody around. Just me. But I know when looking back, that had I went back, I would have, at that fraction of a moment, it would have come into me, whatever it was, for the rest of my life. And I know that you had something similar. But mine is so clear that there's nobody there. And you can have that happening by somebody talking to you like my uh, my uh, argument with my, my cousin. When he said something mean to me when I was nine years old, he was ten. And all of a sudden... When he said that something to me was cruel, what he said turned into a rock in my heart. It felt, I said to myself, why is that? In my mind. I didn't get angry. I just looked at it and said, how comes the stone from somebody talking? Now do you see there's a connection here? Something is trying to get to me. Something is. And I tell you, something has already got to you already. Because if we could understand what I just told you, if everybody on earth could find the, the understanding of this, which may hap- happen in different ways, and a very different way I'm going to explain it. And I come back now to me in the swimming pool 
with my arms stretched out like Jesus crossed, and my, my, my feet were crossed, and I was just relaxing. And something said, listen carefully, potato. Now that's it. I'm about 30. I don't know. It's it's long time ago. And this is what it says, potato. Okay. okay. That's once. Potato. 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 I said, what the hell is this? Basically, no emotion. I dealt with it the same way. And had I got upset with it? Listen carefully. My mind would be invaded by that thought of a potato. Now, there's no potato in front of me. I don't care for potatoes that much. But it was something unusual. But again, I didn't know what that was. But later in life, I found out it comes back to me. I will try to share it with you. It may be very difficult to share with you, but I know exactly what it is. Are you ready to understand this or laugh? Don't laugh because you might get catch it somehow. It's very easy to catch, especially when you are already involved with all kinds of thoughts and feelings that you cannot control. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Now, I'm going to give a phone number, and I would love to have somebody call quickly. Let me give you the number. I'm giving you a choice to argue with me or give me a similar uh, problem to, to mine that you've listened, and give it to me. And I'll show you how to overcome what is done to you, how to overcome the overcomer. But let me finish the story about potato. Had I, just like the bicycle, you, you really didn't lock the door, etc., etc., and the stone, that the, the feeling of a stone hitting me in the chest because my my cousin said something mean to me at nine years old, and I said to myself. I'm, I'm repeating myself. What's that? How can, a, how can a word turn into a stone in my t- stomach? It felt like that. But the beauty of it, when I look back on it, is I never let it bother me. I don't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. All I know is just to let it go by and not be... But you, if that happened to you, you had lost your temper. You got angry. And immediately, you got angry. Whatever it is will make a home in you. Whatever it is. Now, I have to find a way to show you there's more coming. And never mind, there's so much that you've been going through as I described it. But this potato one, this thing that said to me while I'm spread eagle in a swimming pool, waiting, just, just taking it easy. Potato, 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 potato. You see? Now, 
I don't care particularly for potatoes. It picked something I just didn't care for that much anyway. I'm I, not interested in food in, the, in that sense. But still, it kept on saying, why did it keep repeating? Where's this coming from? It, it, this is what will happen. If I got upset with that thought, now you have thoughts and you don't know where they come from. If I had got upset with it and said, this is crazy, and I tried to figure it, stop it. The minute I try to react, when I'm react to, you have to react in order to stop things because you don't need energy to overcome what's overcoming you. And it's just, just a thought, but it becomes real. And the minute you get, the minute you get upset with that thought, potato. But a potato, the image of it enters you. And makes you hungry for another one. And so you don't know why you love potatoes and you don't know why you're getting fat. And it goes on to other things too, but I've selected one thing so you can see the next time someone says to you, you stupid idiot, be aware there's nothing you can do about that. That's therefore, what, what you can do is nothing. And what I say, it hasn't got an emotion in it. It cannot have an emotion because the emotion would cause it to become real. means it gets inside you. And when it gets inside you, some, if, it, if it wasn't a potato, if it wasn't the, 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 the stone in my solar plexus, it's a person. And the person gets inside you. But the nature of the person gets inside you. and But that person has experience of his own and he's doing unto others what was done unto him and he doesn't see himself doing it. And my cousin Arnold didn't know what he said to me and how it affected me. It, I kept that to myself. But I keep looking back at it. I didn't know, didn't know anything about that, that potato one at that time. But I can tell you right now that it, whatever it is in your life that seems ridiculous, like why did that, that remark, just a remark, cause me to have a stone inside me, it felt like a stone. What would you do? You get angry. But what I didn't do is I didn't get angry. I wondered, what's that? I don't, nothing, no reply. I said, okay. I don't say, I said it, I just let it go. Something was with me. It's still with me. It still is. The reason why I've survived in such a way. I can't tell you the whole story of my life in just a few minutes. But all those little things count. Now, this is the thing that will make you laugh or cry. But the minute you start, if I had have got upset with that thing that kept on going over and over in my head for no reason, whatever put, whatever put that idea in my mind was something sinister. See, something sinister, something crazy. Had I reacted to that, I would have accepted the source of it 
and become addicted to potatoes. And, and the potato inside me cries out for a potato. In other words, you've made it living. You've made that thing living. And the identity of the person that did it, it to you. See, and I'm not saying anybody did it, but something spiritual did it. It doesn't have to be a person. It could be a thought that comes into your mind that you know is silly. And you can see it's silly, and you don't have to get upset. And, and there's so many examples. If you can give me one call and say, I understand what you're saying, but you, you're that, you are that suggestible. Anybody who's sitting in that pool the way I was would have got upset with it. And it would have keep on going. And then it, it, it will take in the identity from whence it came, even though you can't see it. And it's very simple to understand that God, when he wants to give you redemption, you can't see him. But he, he gives you redemption and frees you from the things I just said. Uh, there's two forces, two realms. Two realms. And they fought, fought, fight with each other with it, with, within human beings. Because the dark side doesn't have a form. It's basically technically dead. And so it exists. And the only way it can destroy the human race is to take over people. And you can see, for example, how did Adolf Hitler take a, a, a democratic country and turn them into murderers? Why can't you get it? And you just had Obama here that, that's loaded him, loaded him up with lies. He's loaded the Americans up with lies and to turn against what America stands for, and hateful and angry, because it's in him. He wasn't. He wasn't born. He was. He wasn't born evil, but he was overcome by something, and 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 that something could be people, and that could be, that could be Marxism. It could be anything. It could be anything at all that gets inside him and takes an identity of that and grow it until you find other people who you can overcome as you have been overcome because the overcomer has to overcome something otherwise you're subject to what is subject subject to continuing subject to a person and you feel awful you have to do unto others what was unto you and you get some relief a little respite but you get to get you're actually getting worse you're both getting worse. The person that gets hurt from you is getting worse, and the person, and the you that does it to the person to, to get rid of it, to get rid of the resentment that's buried down inside you. You just vent it, and you vent it into somebody else, and they get it, and they don't know where it's come from. They don't know why they love you, and they, and they appease you. And appeasement is the, the goal of everything, appeasing looking for love in all the wrong places, looking for answers in all the wrong places, psychiatry, psychology, medicine, the religion cannot help you. I just want you to understand, I have a meditation, and it's very simple. It does not have any 
any religious words, none. All I, all I was able to understand as I grew older is to read the Bible and try to, in not necessarily try, but wait for it to tell me what it means. Now, all the things I talked to you about, I eventually understood it. And as I understood it, I began, it opened me to other things that I never understood. And I, I, I regret that you be laughing at me, but it's not funny. Because you're laughing, you're laughing something away that's already happened to you. So you don't have to face the fact that you dealt with it wrong. That's how, that, that's how dangerous it is. Now, when I said, potato, 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 the potato gets fixed in my mind. The idea. You can have sex, you can have sex with a woman in your head, you stupid men. You have so much, and after a while, you, you find that she's taking control of you. But you're still hungry. You still want more sex. But you know if you have sex with another woman, it gets worse. So now you have a picture in your mind and you have sex with a woman in your head in three dimensions. It's real. And so is the potato. It calls after other potatoes. And the more you eat the potato, the more you have to eat it because you keep giving in and you keep fighting it. Get it or die. All right, now listen carefully. How many listened to what I said? How many of you laughed? Not funny. It isn't funny. If you laugh at it, you're going to die. It's not funny. We're dealing with reality. And the reality you do not understand. You can't see it. You can't touch it. But you can feel it. And that, so therefore, the, the, the feeling of it, the feeling of whatever it is that has got hold of you, you could be um, always checking your house and making sure, and you go back and forwards, backwards and forwards, and, you know, and it could be su such that you cannot work because you, you just you can't stop listening to that voice, but you really didn't lock the door. You really didn't lock the door. I really did lock the door. You argue with yourself. And the minute you argue with yourself, it's the self that's got inside you. And when you try to fix it, well, you, you didn't create it. It created it. And so it's laughing at you. You don't understand metaphysicals, but you're all, guilt, all suffering from it. And the number to call me, Eight hundred eight six six eighty eight eighty three. I said the potato has a life, and you give it a life by getting upset with it. In other words, what I'm saying: if anything comes to you to make you doubt, like me on the bicycle, I made sure that when I left my my house, it's not a house, it was a flat, I locked the door. Then it said, but you really didn't. 
I went back once. That's okay. It's the beginning of it. It's the beginning of a very interesting story. And many others. And so, but then I had to go to work, right? And it's 10 miles away. I'm halfway there. And there's something in my, instead said to me, like words, but you really didn't, you really didn't lock the door. At that point, you do not give in. But you, you get angry with it. You've given in. Anything that makes you angry, anything, anything, I pr pronounce it, anything, anyone who that tries to lie to you and upset you, if you get upset, if you get angry, if you get annoyed, if, if you give in on my bicycle, when I, knew, I, I, in my mind, actually knew that door was locked. I went up once, but I'm, now I'm going to work. I'm halfway there. Do you think I'm going to go back? But even so, all I did was let it go. Don't let it create an emotion in you. Just let it go. And you will know. Purpose of life. You will begin to see your struggle. The more you get upset, the worse you become. The more you struggle with the problem, you're emboldening whatever that is. So what is I'm about to say? Listen. Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1 800 866 8883. Well, I am going to spend a few minutes uh, asking you to support the program. I hope to be a hundred uh, because I see that I've predicted with great clarity that the good of every race and color and creed. And the evil of every race and color and creed will become a world war. Now listen to it. I could see the future, and I've been talking about that on the future. Uh, the future for the fifty-five years I've been on the radio. Uh, Jesus would say, "How is it that you can see the weather to come and put away?" your hay, or whatever it is, but you cannot see the truth of, of things. You can't see it. You, you can't see that what is going on around you. You understand where I'm coming with this? And so what I'm trying to get you to do is drop emotion. Emotion whatever it is that upsets you. And what does the word upset mean? It means turn round the opposite way. And so if I'm riding my bicycle, and there it is again, and I get upset with it, that's what it wants. But it didn't happen. And therefore, I'm free. And, I'm, and in many other situations which I can share with you, 
The more I understood that without knowing I was understanding something. It's something you've never heard before, but you can recognize it. If I can get you to stop reacting and understanding that understanding that the more you react the more you react the further you get away from your creator and the deeper your problems become and so i want to help to 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 help this world you see we, jesus started off two, more than 2000 years ago it's taken this amount of time to be able to use time in a in much more efficient way. We have Facebook. We have all kinds of ways of reaching us in seconds. I want to be able to, before I leave this world, is to make sure that everything I have ever learned, everything I ever uh, uh, ever understood, everything I went through, and begin to understand it, so that I became sane and sensible. Now, you may think, this man is crazy. To hell with you. It's fine. There are people who like it. There's people who understand it. But the reason why you hate it, and why you snigger, or I don't know what word I'm using, but the reason why you laugh and think it's so stupid is because you're stupid. It is, it, in other words, you don't like to understand how simple it is for redemption. It's that self. You just need a Jesus or someone representing him, God. Of myself, I can do nothing. The Father within me, he doth it. How comes you to think of Jesus as God when he says, of myself, I can do nothing. The Father within me, he teaches me to speak. He tells me what to do, and I do it. And he says it in many different ways. I am in him. He is in me. And so on. And he goes on to the to the apostles. And if you can read it, I think it's John 14, 5, I think it is. You'll see it. My Father is in me, and I am in him. And he is in me, and I am in ye thee. And it goes backwards and forwards like that. It's a, it is doing unto others as you would have them do unto you. So when you have that experience of putting aside and, not, and understanding that emotion, which is aroused like an animal, is what keeps it alive, then you say to yourself, how is it? that I can overcome emotion. Isn't it normal for human beings to have emotion? The answer is no. You all have emotions, and therefore, because you have emotions, you're part animal and part human. You are part animal and part human, and that's the reason for anxiety. If something's wrong. Now I come back to my story, Arnold. He said something mean to me. I'm innocent. I'm nine years old, roughly. I don't know what this is. I don't, I, I, I have come from a good home. And he has a fairly decent home, but not quite like mine. I grew up. 
to, to be free and, 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 and to be sensible and free. Not my brother. He got, when my father died, he got jealous that my mother made me, you know, made me the head of the house when I was 14, 15 because I was making money and going to the, to the my, my work with my bicycle and giving, I used three, $3 a month or $3 a week, I forget how long it was. I get I give it, I give all of it to her and keep a few, a few cents to myself. That's all. That's how I began. I wasn't disturbed about anything. And I didn't know that everybody wasn't like me. I don't know how that is to be, why maybe I was chosen. But I, don't, I, had no, I had no idea of the world. But I had a taste of it with my, my, my cousin Arnold, who said something mean to when I was playing with him in his house. And it felt, when he said it, it felt like a, a stone. All I did, I'm repeating myself, all I did without knowing what I was doing, but driven by an unknown force to recognize it for what it is, without knowing what it is that is. And it was, again, as I say it again, how can a person just with a mouth and with a, an angry, angry way of expressing himself, why would it turn into a stone in my polar, 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 um, solar plexus? That's the question. Now, I did not know. And instead of getting upset, for some reason, I didn't. And to me, at that time, looking back at it, that's innocence. The story of me on the bicycle, the story of potato, and why a potato becomes alive, it has a life of its own and cries out for another potato and another one. And the more you struggle, the more upset you get. And the upset is meant to make it happen so you can get rid of that potato in your head. Potato head. I'm making jokes of this because it's not funny. In other words, the potato has become alive inside your head. And don't tell me you don't, you gentlemen if you can call yourself a gentleman, when you've had enough, when you've had enough of, of temptation and sex, when, you, when you've been hurt badly and you still have a hunger for sex, but you don't want to, you can't do it with a woman. You can't stand it anymore. So you, have, you, you, you imagine it. And imagination has become so real, it's three-dimensional. And, and you have sex with it in your head. And it'll kill you. It's the same thing with the first time. If if the first time you accept drugs, if some, somebody comes along and you're innocent and not uh, not understanding this simple thing, why don't you try this? This uh, to make you feel better. No, thank you. I don't need to feel better. But if you get upset, if you get upset with people offering you drugs, and that's like the potato. The drug is like the potato. And the, drug, the potato can make you addicted to it. 
see, and make you have, have want more and more. It's not much difference than drugs, is it? And you write, look for it. You look for it because the more drugs you take or the more potatoes you eat, the more hungry you get because you use it using the, you, the, the, the potato inside you has a life of its own. It's not really a life. But it, it, listen, I'll just, just jump into something that's not relevant or doesn't seem relevant. I have a lady. She's been a very friend, good friend of the family. And she worked for me for 14 years, and she's listening to my program right now. And, and she's been very helpful to me. Very helpful. As business got less and less and more difficult, she became more helpful. And um, so one day, I've been helping her a lot, and she's helped me a lot too, because I'm getting older. And, and she was very respectful of that and very helpful more so than my family if you want to know the truth but anyway she's listening to me now right now with my wife so uh, I said you should listen to this but um, what I'm trying to say is I forgot what I was going to say there's something so important that it tends to want to take it away from me and it and and irritate me. That could that could irritate you. You forgot what you could say. But what I'm trying to say, if I can recover myself from this, which is very awkward, is, oh yes, here here it is. It wasn't a potato, and it wasn't a it wasn't a rock, in my in my solar plexus as I described it. But I've known her for many many years. And she's doing wonderful. She's she's blossoming. And one day, as she left my house, I said, take care. All of a sudden, now remember this. This is not a thing. A potato is a potato, right? The locking of the door is the locking of the door. But this is... Basically, something difficult, unusual. It's just a statement. And the statement is from me. Take care. She's leaving. How else would I say it? Take care. That's a kind of nice thing to say, isn't it? No, it wasn't. Come to, all of a sudden she stopped. In, 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 in her boots right there. She said, what did you say? I said, take care. That, that word, those words exactly, just words, is from her mother. And she was cruel, so cruel. And broke her, intimidated, programmed her, so she couldn't be herself. And then she would end, end it with this, a nice thing to say. Take care. And she rebelled against that word, and she got sicker and sicker and more unhappy and more miserable. All right, so 
Let me finish it now because she's listening. And if she wants to call, make it this different. She can't because I, she's listening to me now. Her mother was so cruel when she was young. And cruel, really cruel. I've see seen a movie once where I can describe it more perfectly and then come back to what I want to say. In this, in this scene, I never forget the scene because it, 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 it helped me to understand. Somebody else understands what I understand. And the scene was like this. The mother's screaming, screaming, you little bitch, little this, or imagine all kinds of language. And the child is saying, Mom, please, don't hurt me. Imagine all that. And all of a sudden, she stops. When she thinks she's done enough harm, all of a sudden she changes and says, there, there. I didn't really mean that. And she cuddles her daughter. And And all she's done is she's corrupted her and then embolden what was what was put in her, and she cannot get away from that for the rest of her life. Now, coming back to the subject of take care, that's very much similar. Her mother, not knowing what she's doing, I've taught her to understand that we all have parents, and they and they do unto others what was done to them. And then you find yourself standing in their shoes and you're doing it to others and you don't even see it. You may not see it, but you're doing it. Or you're trying not to do it and it becomes just as bad. You hold back what it is. It's still there. And the more you hold back, the more guilty you become. Because you're still getting upset. And the child can sense the feeling upset and wanting to want love from him, love, love from you. And they run away. And they run away, but they run away with you inside them. And so it goes. Or you can't run away because you feel guilty for hating your mother. And you stay with her for the rest of your life while the rest of the family just ran. And she's dying. And you still can't stop going to and supporting her. And you get, you get fearful before you come into the hospital. And you don't really want to come, but you can't stop. It would be the bad... It would be a bad thing for you to stop, you think. No, but you can't. Either way, you're lost. You can't fight it. Only way you can really win is to not, not lose your pool, the way I described it just a few minutes ago. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the the phone number is 866-8883. I didn't expect you to call. It's something. That, yeah, I, I'm just going to give you the number of the phone, uh, the number so you can get a copy of it if you want to. It's 8994. Call my office, 800-877-3227. And it's these programs that... Eventually, I want to have thousands and thousands of them. Everyone subject to cancer, overeating, just all the diseases on earth comes through what that simple thing 
of yielding to the simply to be angry at my my cousin but i wasn't angry but what caused me to do this was the presence of god that i didn't know was there but it was in it was in my cousin arnold it was in him and he he did it to me because it was done to him but i didn't stop to think of all this the spirit within me the innocence that was preserved where most people today is not preserved when it could be hoping that you understand what i'm saying is is what saved me was just why that's interesting i wonder why that is and it goes away and if you deal with everybody now i'll go one more step because i've said it in several different ways but i'm going to say it now whether put when i go to work i'm 15 years old and an apprentice and then there's bigger guys big and old enough for the army etc etc it was wartime basically it started i was in the military to the end of fifth it's uh, at the end of um, oh dear um 1943 and three quarters and so but me all that time i was beginning to earn money however in the factory somebody didn't like me didn't like jews i suppose and i've been in several situations like that this is only the and so i was only 15 i practiced judo on the beach or not on the beach it was uh, i practiced it to get it mixed up but I just practiced it with another person who happened to be a homosexual. <laughs> it was my friend. <laughs> and we did, we did this together. We learned the techniques of, you know, of the, the, the Japanese, Chinese ways of fighting in those days. Anyway, to cut a long story short, the big guy says, I'm going to wait for you outside. And everybody w watched to see. They didn't, they didn't care for that I was only 15 or so. Before you know it, it was an ambulance and it wasn't for me. And the only time I ever got hurt is when I was aggressive. And there's a reason for that which I regret. But only one time. And wherever I went, no matter how big you are, and I'm not bragging, I didn't get irritated. I never got upset. It doesn't matter what it was. I had learned that emotion kills. And so I know that, but when I know, but what I knew from that, I learned from all those experiences, and just as if I didn't understand it, I just, well, that's interesting. Like Arnold was talking to me and giving me that shock, like words turned into a stone. You see? And so what I am trying to get you to do is to give up 
hostility and resentment. So understand, forgive them, Father. It comes under this title. Forgive them. Forgive means ahead of time. Is that correct? Forgive. Before. Forgive. What is that? It's because if you have had, if you had experienced innocence in my home and my father died, I never heard hated God. I never resented him. I missed him. But, but, but what I learned from that is if you have a father that's good and he passes away, he has a, he, his goodness is so pure that I loved him. But little did I know that when I loved him, meaning I didn't know I loved him, because there was no sense of love in it. I was just free. He allowed me to be free and very rarely needed to correct me for anything. It was his nature. See, my mother used to worry just a little bit here and there, but it's the father that means meant so much. Not so much mother, but the father. If you love the father or have a good father, and he just watches, and just watches, and but there was, it seems to be I didn't need much correction. I didn't. I, I, it seems to me, and he never, I said to him once, hey, Dad, um, what, what's life about? He says something simple. He says, I cannot tell you. You have to find it out for yourself. That was all. That's what it is. That's where he's coming from. And that's when I loved him. When he passed away, I, I thought you. I realized that my father had another father. I'm not speaking about his dad. I'm talking about the God that was in him. And so, if you love the father, you can see. You will love the father you cannot see. And then I realized, oh my goodness, that's it. That's what's been following me all my life. And I'm going to share it with you. I hope you get the point. And I have a simple technique called seven-minute meditation that will get you there. Now, please understand I need your help. And I need to get to the country, to all the, everywhere on earth, as much as possible. One third of the English-speaking people will share it in their language, uh, to the degree, because there is a war coming, which I predicted many years ago. The the the, the evil of every race and color and creed, and the good of every race and color and creed, will go to war. And if God does not stop it for somehow reason, nobody would survive. And I understood that, and I know how to help you deal with, you know, those who never knew how to deal with it because they overcome you. I want to show you how to overcome the overcomers. Start with your family. <laughs> 